What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, Trackstar Sports MMA correspondent, bringing you a brand new segment. I like to call it MMA Perspective. This is where we get the perspective of others regarding the sport of MMA. And today, I have the one, the only, Lacey K.O. I'm, I'm just giving her a new, new nickname. <laughs> Mama said, knock you out. Um, <laughs> no. Got uh, my, my good friend Lacey on the phone and uh, her dog. What's the dog's name? Peter. Peter. Is the dog named after the uh, organization? No, he's actually named after Hunger Games, but I get that a lot. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, now, in Hunger Games, that that was a guy, right? Yeah, Peter Malark. He's the baker's son. He's like her other love interest in the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. That that's the one she was really in love with, not the um, not or I forget. yeah, that yeah, was the one she was really it. in love with, not the guy. Yeah, and it worked out because when I got my dog, he was, he had been homeless, so I figured, like, they were both starving at one point in time, so they had that in common, plus I had just finished reading the books, so it was kind of a theme. Cool, so you you are uh, serious about this, not just the movie watching, you read the books. Oh, I did it all, I named my freaking dog after it. Now, if you, if you have a Mockingjay chat, then I would say you've done it all. If not, then I, I, I question. Not yet. Game <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, we're talking about MMA, not the Hunger Games. And fortunately, MMA is not a fight to the death like Hunger Games is. <laughs> um, so, well, uh, again, I, I wanted to get MMA fandom from a different perspective and this one being from a very um a very important segment of the community and i feel a often overlooked segment of the community which are the ladies all right ladies make up quite a bit of the sport when it comes to participants but we very rarely hear from ladies when it comes to uh, their perspective on. I mean, you do have Karen Bryant out there who does her thing. You got, um, oh, what is her name? Uh, Joseph Benavidez's wife, who does the backstage interviews. Oh yeah, uh, I don't remember her name. Uh, Megan O'Leavy. Megan O'Leavy. Yeah, you have her, and then I think of here on Anchor uh, on MMA um, Daily. You have Kayla Beatty who gives her perspective, but. Again, it's not a perspective that you get that often. Most of the time, it's male-driven. So I just wanted to get your take on some things. So first, tell me, how did you get introduced into MMA? Yeah, well, people are always surprised that I like it, I guess, because A, I'm a girl, and B, my personality on the outside seems kind of hippie-ish, so they're surprised I like something that's, like, quote-unquote violent. But uh, I got introduced to it by my ex-husband. When we were together, he was always watching it, so I was always exposed to it, like, being in the background. So he's man number okay. one that got me into it, but then also 
person slash guy number two is, as you know, Uriah Faber, who's my favorite fighter. And yes. uh, so, like, I used to just ignore the fights when they were on in the background. But the first time I saw him, mm-hmm. he was, like, doing all these crazy <laughs> moves. And he had such cool energy. And he was super cute. And I was just like, who is yeah, that? Let, what is this yeah. sport? Let's go to number three first. He was super cute, and then all that other stuff was happening. I mean, he had, like, the long blonde hair. He was all sweaty and muscly, and he was jumping around like a little spider monkey. It was great. Yeah. Uh, And just for all the fight fans, I know Lacey from work, and we've known each other now about eight years. I I hit my anniversary about 15 days ago. Oh my so god! So. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so I've known her uh, for that time frame, and uh, we met and bonded over MMA. I was walking through the office, and I walked past her desk, and I saw a screensaver of Uriah, Faber, <laughs> who happens to also be um, my favorite fighter. I actually named one of my children after him because I like him so much. Uh, it's funny they're both uh, short with dimple chins too (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but that's what uh, that's what let me know of her fandom and that's how we bonded Uh, and we've gone to see fights and things together and just done a number of different things but that's how we got our uh, introduction one to another All right, so um, uh, he got you into it you saw Uriah uh, just doing his thing, spinning around, throwing crazy stuff, uh, slamming people, yeah. choking them out, um, you know, knocking them down. So what kept you a fan? Because Uriah has been, um, he has been retired now for uh, at least a year, if not I, two. I know. I know. It's cool, though. I just saw him in the audience when UFC came here to St. Louis. So I still, you know, nice. I, I still get myself. So you, 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 you like physically put eyes on him, not just on the Jumbotron. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, cool. I mean, he had way better seats than me because he was probably help, helping out Paige, um, you know, and giving her advice and stuff. So he was like pretty close to the actual fight. But nevertheless, I could zoom in on him. I sound like a total stalker, but I really do like the whole sport and like other fighters in general. I just, my passion is clear here, obviously. (laughs) No, no, no problem at all. Um, Oh, what kept me a fan? Yes. Okay. Um, I almost forgot to go back to that. So besides him, there's a lot of cute guys in it, which is great. And then okay. all the women fighters that are in it, like, in recent years, I mean, because, well, UFC didn't have women fighters in the beginning, although mm-hmm. the other divisions of MMA did. But they're super inspiring, and just to see them out there, girls that are tinier than me that could kick everyone's butt, like, that's mm-hmm. really impressive. And then um, – between the guys and the girls, like there's just really good sportsmanship that I don't see in a lot of other sports. And mm. what I'm most, my number one reason that I love it and that I've stayed with it is that like, I don't really watch a lot of sports um, and I can follow it so much better 
than everything else. Like I don't remember all the rules and the points and everything and hockey and football and whatnot. But I mean, I can Mm -hmm. pretty clearly tell like when someone gets punched in the face and like who's on top and I can follow, you know, the moves and what they're doing. And like, I can tell who's winning. And I mean, I've gotten into more details now, but it was just way easier to, uh, so that was that's very interesting because I know specifically when it hits the ground because I'm not a jujitsu guy. Learning the different moves and uh, the transitions and things of that nature and the right positions to be in are they defending properly? All of those mm-hmm. things are things that I've started learning over time, and I wouldn't dare say that I'm. Uh, an expert or even a novice uh, by any means but it's interesting to hear you say that keeping up with that is easier than football that that's very interesting hockey i get it i still don't understand <laughs> hockey i don't know what icing is i don't yeah i don't get it um i know they move really fast yeah if you ever I see mean, an input cool. person yeah. right but i just i don't always know like what's going on or who's winning and uh i mean for mma wise ground game is definitely like level two knowledge I think when I first started watching it it was obviously more the stand-up fights that were Mm -hmm. a little bit more intriguing but I don't know since I since I always followed and loved Faber and all of Alpha Male and they all have you know the wrestling backgrounds I guess maybe I was just exposed to that the most and that makes sense I know at least from my perspective and in learning of all aspects of the sport, because, you know, I used to train, um, I used to train martial arts back in the day. And we were like MMA before there was MMA. That's so my cool. coach <laughs> was, uh, or I should say my, my, uh, my teacher, my sensei, he was a college wrestling champion, a golden gloves boxer. He would teach us judo, Filipino fighting arts. I mean, we, we learned so many different things that we called it open style but anyway i digress no Um, no i love it the the wrestling part of things i agree it's it's a bit easier to to learn and to understand and now that uh, my little uriah is wrestling um it it is helping me to have an even greater appreciation for what they're doing and, and how they're doing it it's funny we'll be watching fights now and uh, he'll say, oh, dang, he's he's shooting in on a double leg. He's, he's got a single leg. So it, it's uh, it's definitely broadened our understanding and intrigue when it comes to uh, to the fights now. Uh, that's a great segue because Uriah was a championship wrestler. And we know that that is your favorite fighter of all time. <laughs> but since he's retired and no longer fighting, uh, who would you say is your current favorite fighter? Um, I was trying to think about this and narrow it down. So, well, you, you give top three then. Okay, okay, that's good. Top three, current. Um, mm-hmm. not in any particular order though. Gotcha. You got Rose, Rose Namahunas, Thug Rose. All yep. right. And then Paige, and then okay. I didn't mean to rhyme, but Paige and I actually really like Sage. Sage Northcutt. He's my he's like my favorite newcomer on the scene. Yeah, the Page and Sage show. Yeah. Uh, they they've been linked to each other 
uh, for quite some time. I guess it doesn't hurt that, like Uriah, he's also a strikingly handsome, uh, buff guy and just so happens to now be a part of Team Alpha Male. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a coincidence. <laughs> but, no, I mean, Sage has, and I, I'm not comparing everyone to Faber, but he's got that positive energy that I like. Yes. So it's it's a lot of personality, too. And uh, Rose is just so funny to me. And Paige is just really, like, admirable. I'm... Mm-hmm. I'm totally going to get her book when it comes out on Amazon, but it sounds like she's been through some stuff in her life that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, she, She's a big advocate for uh, those that have been bullied because that's something that she uh, went through in high school has been pretty well documented. Yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting and just like the turnaround that she's had and it's just they're all inspiring in different ways something that stuck out to me about the people that you've all mentioned mm-hmm. or that all the people that you yeah. mentioned I should say is that there is a current a uh, underlining theme with all of them of positivity I think about how Rose mm-hmm. beat Joanna before they got in the cage and it was by her positivity I mean it, it's still a part of the lore of Thug Rose that when they were doing the stare down and Joanna <laughs> was all up in her face and, and saying and doing all kinds of crazy things that she was saying the Lord's Prayer. I mean, that, that, that right. still is, um, you know, a part of, of the mythology the, uh, of Thug Rose. And, you know, Paige and Sage also have been mocked, unfortunately, for being uh, overly positive, but uh, it's definitely better than the opposite, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love the trash talkers, too, on the flip side of things. But I mm-hmm. guess just the ones that really draw me kind of reflect those values or whatnot. I mean, it might come through as enthusiasm or positivity, but I'm a pretty pretty positive chick myself. No, not you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, that's that's very um, that that's the common theme and the common thread as well is that uh, not only do they all exude that that mindset and that um, those attributes, but it's also something that's. Uh, common to you as well so it, it makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah I didn't even realize that till you said it cool all right man let's uh close things out I want to know what your most memorable event uh was and why okay this is also I had to I had to narrow it down so can I do like top three okay again? yeah <laughs> yeah you, you, There's just you so can many. give your top however many you got all right cool um this is maybe in an order. So what I was saying earlier, the first time I saw Uriah fight, uh, it was when it was, it was way back in the day he was fighting Jens Pulver. And I'm, I don't remember which time though. Um, but he threw some crazy spinning back kick and that's just what made me hooked ever since. So, I mean that fight, just because I remember looking over and like, what is 
happening? Who is that guy? What is this sport? And that that was back in the WEC days, right? Yeah. Oh man, man I almost forgot about that's that. That's crazy. So that that was on a Saturday. I mean, a Sunday afternoon. I used to love the WEC fights. Blue canvas. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I was I was a little sad when they went away, but I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, it, they, they just got absorbed. Right. And one thing that really stood out to me after the absorption was how good they really were. Uh, as soon as they came over, many of the WEC fighters became champions in the UFC. You had uh, Pettis, uh, Benson Henderson, yeah. uh, Condit got the interim belt. I mean, you, a, a number of the fighters in the WEC, uh, not only became champions, but are mainstays and have been mainstays in the UFC. Chael Sonnen, um, uh, who else? I had someone. Oh, Cowboy. Cowboy Cerrone. You know, it, it's, uh, that's what really stood out to me about the merger. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Totally forgot about him. Uh, Amber Ryle, <laughs> and just all of them. So. Mm-hmm. I digress though. All right. No, so, it was ultimately no, it was ultimately oh, good yeah. for them. I agree. Yeah. Um ooh, All right, so, one of the ones you named is on my list. Okay. Sunin. So second most memorable fight. Sunin versus Spider Silva. I Which one? One or two? Uh one. That's the one where okay. he almost won it, right? It was like the fourth oh, or fifth round. It, it, fifth round. It was only a minute <laughs> left. I can still remember watching uh that fight i mean i i was just i was dumbfounded my my jaw oh, was, was on the floor the whole time <laughs> oh my goodness and and then at the very last minute he pulled out. i was like this is crazy oh, oh that my. was just i don't know if i've ever felt so much adrenaline in my body in my life that's when um we used to go to dave and buster's and mm-hmm. to watch all the fights there and they had like everyone in a private room so it was almost like being in a giant movie theater and mm-hmm. I was just I screamed so loud it felt like I was sick the next day I mean my throat <laughs> was like raw from screaming at the screen oh yeah, yeah. Th- those those are the good ones when uh when you feel the after effects uh, a day or so later I made the mistake recently of going to a fight and then I think I had to preach the next day so I was very very cautious because the last time I had gone to one because I was uh, my cover so uh, just a quick plug on the day of pay-per-views listeners uh, you can follow Trackstar Sports on both Instagram and Facebook on Instagram for the first three events. I'll be giving round-by-round updates through Instagram, main and co-main, and going live on Facebook with video commentary. Do not expect to see the fight, because I will not be broadcasting the fight. (laughs) You may get uh, bits and pieces and clips here and there, but I will not be broadcasting the fight, but I will give live video commentary so make sure that you tune in for those things at those times all right so sorry uh shameless plug but i um, love it had had to get that in because it just fits so let me be quiet and i I yield the floor back to you now no so um the last one on my list is 
another one of those fights where it looked like it was going one way and then it just totally changed directions. Um, it was with Ronda Rousey and Liz <clears throat> Carmouche. And <clears throat> I remember Liz, she didn't, it looked like she was choking her, but she didn't have it. It was like on her chin and not on right. her neck, but Rhonda's face turned so purple, like a grape. I just thought, I thought for sure she was going to be like the first one to get her. Yeah, I remember that fight from the Honda Center uh, in uh, Houston, Texas. I w- or was it the Toyota Center? It was one of those foreign vehicle mm-hmm. centers, which I wasn't used to. <laughs> but yes, I do remember watching that fight and thinking, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? She's going to beat Ronda Rousey in the first female fight in the UFC. They only brought it over for her. And she's gonna beat her, and mm-hmm. yeah, and she uh, got her off of her back and went on to cement her legacy as one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I mean, good for her and good for both of them. Like, I love them both. I just, oh, dang, it was so close. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was that that causes me to think of some of the more memorable fights that. Uh, I've had now. This is not about me again. This is MMA perspective. Want to get your perspective, but uh, since you said Rhonda, it made mm-hmm. me think of the um, the fight with Holly. That's probably Ooh. still one of the most seminal moments for me as far as watching fights. Historical is concerned. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And where I was, the, the crowds place went, went wild, crazy. Right? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Now, another of my most memorable events of watching. Uh, this one actually does tie in to our conversation. That's a nice little dovetail and a, a great way to end it is when we watched Aldo versus Mendez two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wound up being. If it wasn't the fight of the year that year, it was definitely up there for that. And we were at Tilt to Kilt in St. Charles. Great place. And that, yeah, that uh, that was a great, great night of fights. And it made it really special because I was able to share it with my MMA buddy, Lacey. Yeah, we need to do that again. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, well, you just let me know the next event that you plan on seeing and I will make myself available and we'll get it done. I guess I should come out to you since we live a little far and I made you come out to, uh, to my part of town, but no, we'll hey, work I, out. I, th- yeah, th- there's no coming out to me. I go downtown, which is, uh, <laughs> what a good 20 minutes away. So if I'm traveling, I might as well travel you. <laughs> right on. Cool. All right. Well, uh, anything else that um, you want to share? Well, you know what? No, I I know what I wanted to ask. So uh, quick on the spot for the main and co-main of UFC 223. Tell me who you have uh, coming out as the victor in those fights. Um, Let's see. It's Naramagadoff, right? He's uh, yeah, no, uh, in the main event is Medoff versus Max Blessed Holloway. Tony Ferguson got hurt on April Fool's Day. 
uh, in a freak accident, he turned oh, around. Oh, that was real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was real. That was real. Turned around to go say something to someone, fell, and tore his knee up. So uh, who knows how long he's going to be on the shelf. But yes, that, that was not April Fool's joke. Uh, oh, wow. It was a very unfortunate reality. And coincidence. That, <laughs> yeah, that that did not happen. So now Max Holloway has the opportunity to be the second person in history to hold both the featherweight and the lightweight titles at the same time. I mean, I really like Max, so I guess that kind of changes it a little for me. I mean, I'd be happy either way, and I think it's going to be a great fight. Like, it's going to be a great performance and a show, but uh, I guess now I'm going Holloway to win slash want him to win. Okay, I, I want him to win, and I don't. I normally don't pick fights, or let me not say I normally don't. I make it a habit not to pick fights. I just give my uh, my views on where each fighter's strengths are, mm. uh, you know. But since we're here and we're talking, this is not uh, the MMA main card. On the main card, I will try to stay <laughs> uh, stay unbiased, but I want Max to win because I would love to see him. Uh, be the true champ champ um you know max and connor have history um Mm -hmm. but i would i would love to see max do that and he would have a greater claim to being the dual champ because he actually defended a belt connor's yet to defend anything but his uh reputation (laughs) yeah oh i didn't even think about future implications but yeah, I agree. It would be great. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, now, if, if Khabib were to win, uh, that's still huge because uh, it's been rumored that the UFC wants to do Khabib versus uh, Connor in Russia, and which would be huge. And it would be huge for the company as a whole to have Khabib as a champion because, like Connor, he has a country behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't travel like the Irish do. I think that would make a, a much bigger difference in things and and in how um, how people perceive him. But yeah, nah, he's huge, huge, huge in Russia, and it'd be it, it'd be uh, nice to see him be interesting. But again, uh, it's about Max Bless Holloway because it is what it is. So that that's who I would like to see win, but. Uh, there's really no losers in this. Oh, yeah. Really I, mean, no I think it's going to be a great card. I mean, and honestly, I don't, if it's a pay-per-view, I don't always go out or, like, pay the money to order it, but uh, I definitely am this weekend for sure. Okay, well, yeah, that, that means you need to make uh, plans to be somewhere because that is uh, pay-per-view. That whole, The whole card is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Last week, on the MMA main card, I went over the uh, the card as a whole. I mean, it's just got so many uh, notable matchups. I mean, the very first fight on Fight Pass has one of the the rising stars of MMA, uh, Zabit Magomed Sharapov, opening things up. It's like, this is crazy. The fight card, uh, or I should say the Fight Pass prelim, the uh the featured fight on Fight Pass has 
Connor's favorite sparring partner, Artem Lobov <laughs> versus Bruce Lee. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it is a wonderful, wonderful card from top to bottom. Uh, on paper, it's got all the makings of being a, a excellent, excellent card. But I was just asking you about the main and the co-main, so now I know who the main is. Um, okay. Uh, for the co-main, we've got the rematch. Thug Rose versus Joanna Champion. She'll always be Joanna Champion, whether she's got the belt or not. Yeah, um, I mean, since Rose is on my favorites list, um, I'm going her. Uh, that's who I want, and I, I think it's gonna be close, but I think mm-hmm. I think Rose will get it, and Joanna, she's got a little bit of arrogance going on, so I think that might work mm-hmm. against her. Mm-hmm. Like, she might and be which, overconfident. Yeah. And here's the thing, at least from what I've seen, I get what people are saying, but I also think back to when she fought Carla, Carla Esparza. Mm. Was this not the same swag, the same yeah. energy that she had in that fight that she has in this one? I think uh, for, for us, we're viewing it differently because she seemed... I'll admit, for the first fight against Rose, she seemed very, very arrogant. Mm-hmm. She seemed uncharacteristically Cocky. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she did. This time, I don't get that as much. What does concern me is that kind of like Rhonda, she hasn't come to grips, or seemingly she hasn't come to grips with the loss. She's blaming it on the weight cutting. Who knows? That very well may be the reason for that, but not to it, you know, be able to truly admit that it was it had anything to do with Rose, right? It, that, that's a bad spot to be in because it leaves a lot of blind spots. I mean, it's not like um, JJ had not been dropped before uh, uh, Claudia Gadelia dropped her. Oh, did. <laughs> Did uh, uh, Andras drop her? I don't, I can't remember. She may have. Uh, I know she nodded her head up. Oh my god, I don't think I she saw. like Quasimodo from uh, <laughs> from uh, uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, oh, yeah. the, the Disney version. How he had that big knot on her on his head. I remember I created a uh, something for Twitter where I put them side <laughs> by side. I mean. That that's what she looked like. So it's not like she did not get um she didn't she wasn't in a fight right. with Andrage, but you know, it's not like she hasn't been knocked down before. I don't think she was expecting Rose to have that power. I don't think anyone was expecting to see that happen because Rose is known for her ground skills, not so much uh her striking skills and definitely, definitely not in um having that kind of power. So that 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 does concern me from that perspective. Uh, you know, I'm not this one. I'm not. I don't really have a, a dog in the fight. I love Joanna Champion. I hmm. love Thug Rose. So um, it's a win win story too. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. And like anything can happen. That's like one of my favorite parts. I mean, you just we yes. just never really truly know. It could go. It could go never anyway know. down to the last second or down to win the bell rings. Down right. when someone taps or whatever. Yeah, you, you're right. You just never, ever know how things are going to turn out. And you're right. I, I'm with you wholeheartedly. 
that's what makes this one of the best sports in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we could end on a better note outside of me saying thank you so very much for your time and for sharing your perspective. This was very insightful and enlightening and I hope that the MMA world gets to uh, uh, or that they appreciate what you've done by spending some time with me today and that uh, yeah, that they enjoy it. So again, thank you and thank you, Peter, for uh, making yourself known. <laughs> and then uh, then chilling, he was just like, hey, I'm here. Okay, now, now you can go ahead and talk about Yeah, it. he's chilling now. We're doing tummy rubs. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this has been the MMA Perspective. I am the voice, Star Sports MMA correspondent, and we're sounding off.